Reignite on RTE Radio 1 with AIB. It takes a certain kind of brave to run a business. We see it, we back it. Our next guest, Christina Woodkey, is a lecturer at Stanford University and a business consultant who teaches techniques to create high-performing teams. She's the author of Radical Focus, Achieving Your Most Important Goals with Objectives and Key Results and The Team That Manages Itself, plus many other books. Radical Focus is one of my favourite books because it's a business book, but in the form of a fable that's really fun to read and teaches you the importance of having clear goals with kind of imagined results. So, Christina, you're a big fan of OKRs so before we get lost in jargon and three letter acronyms tell us what an OKR is Oh I want to thank you so much for that question because I think <laughs> that acronyms do get weird and lose their <laughs> lose their meaning over time so um, it is objectives and key results and objectives are the qualitative a mission for a quarter something that inspires you and the key results are hard metrics that let you know if you've actually made that objective. Why did you turn to OKRs? Was there a particular milestone moment for you that this became kind of like an organizing function for you personally and professionally? Oh, absolutely. Um, We used OKRs at Zynga, which was a John Doerr company back in the day. I was there pre-IPO, but it's when I quit Zynga and I started advising some startups I kept seeing the same pattern over and over again, which is these startups were had the worst case of shiny object syndrome. They would like chase after every possible thing that would show up. They were very lost. And so I started introducing them to the OKR system in a, a simplified form than Zynga, because again, there was very low tolerance for meetings and great metric reviews and everything. And it would just turn them around. And it made such a difference that I just was like, okay, this is something I want to bring to everybody. And then I ended up using it all my life. I left Singa. I didn't know what to do with my life. So I started using OKRs as a way to aim myself forward. And I went from, you know, a tech executive to where I am now, you know, um, a lecturer at Stanford and uh, an author. So OKRs are just really good at cutting through the noise of life. It's probably fair to say, though, they're not for everyone. It won't work for every team, every person. It, it's not like a, a magic solution, really. Oh my gosh, no. And sometimes it will actually make the OKRs not work if you give it to every single team and every single group. Um, You really have to use it if you have a group of people that have control of enough resources to be able to make the OKR happen. So OKRs work really, really well at a company level, at a business unit level, or at a product team level. And by product team, I mean a team that has engineers and designers and marketing. They They have enough resources to get things done. You see people struggle over and over again when they try to use it for a department like engineering or design. And I recommend that companies don't do individual OKRs. Almost always when a company wants to do an individual OKR, they're just trying to control their people. And OKRs are not for command and control. They're actually to empower people to make amazing things happen. So it's just, it's much more useful to set set them at a higher level and then let all your wonderful people that you spent so much work hiring figure out how to find a solution for you. And in all of that, I know you're a fan of the General George Patton quote, you know, don't tell people how to do things, tell them what you need done and then let them surprise you with their results. This is really all about motivating people to do their best work. Absolutely. But also aligning them by saying uh, we want to fix revenue or this is the year we're going to figure out really how to use social networks. Then you unlock this power across your entire company. So instead of saying, 
build me this widget. Instead say, go figure out how to, what to do about the Ukrainian market and your people will surprise you every time. I remember a line in, in Radical Focus and I come back to it again and again and it says, if everything is important, nothing is important. So tell me, what are the three simple steps that people need to think about when it comes to like goal setting of this nature? I'd like to take credit for that quote, but that's one of my mom's uh, (laughs) classic saying. So, you know, hi, mom. Um, (laughs) And it probably came from your country since she's uh, her people were Irish uh, famine people. Very good. We are very wise here. There you go. (laughs) I think so. So um, what you want to do is you really want to save the OKRs for the thing that's incredibly important, but you're worried that won't happen. There's so much stuff that you have to do that is not urgent, but incredibly important, whether it be figuring out a new technology, figuring out a new market, fixing some long going problem with your company. It's those things in that quarter that you're always like, oh, next quarter, next quarter, next month, next year, tomorrow never comes. You have to figure it out at some point. So what you do is you take one of those things that you think are incredibly important to your company strategically and make it an OKR. And now it's urgent. And now people are going to work on it. And in all of that, you have to get good, whether as a person or as teens or sometimes being a leader and having to manage people and processes around you is facing up to tough decisions. And you kind of call out this, what they call the Intel revolving door test. What is that? So that's a simple moment where Andy Grove and Gordon Moore were at Intel at a moment when Intel was famous for making memory. But the um, folks in Asia were doing a much better job making memory at a much lower cost, and they were having their lunch eaten. And they were like, okay, well, our processors are looking pretty good. Maybe we should double down on it. I don't know. You know, everybody's been making memory forever. That's sort of what we're known for. And he said, well, you know, let's pretend, and I love those words, let's pretend, let's pretend that the board fired us. And now we are the new CEOs walking in that revolving door for the first time what would we do? And Gordon's like, oh, we'd get out of memories. There's not even a question. And in that moment, they just gave up all that history and all that stress and said, okay, that's it. We're getting out of memories. We're focusing on processors and, you know, do, 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 do. Um, (laughs) It worked out okay for them. (laughs) So um, I think that there's something very freeing when you're really struggling with a problem to just say, well, let's pretend we're on the other side of this. What would that look like? But then there is the importance of bookending your weeks, you know, that start your Monday by committing to doing X, Y, Z and these results and by Friday celebrating those outcomes. Oh, I cannot tell you. So I've been working with a small group of women entrepreneurs for a few years now. And all we do is we email each other uh, what we're doing each week towards our OKRs. And there's this one woman, oh my God, she's so perfect. She's like getting things done. She does the OKRs perfectly. But another woman was like, I don't know. I think maybe I could focus on this. I, I'm still working on what my KRs are. But because we check in every single Monday and we send out that email every Monday, she went over the last, I guess, three years altogether. Um, she went from a designer to a product manager to a product coach to executive coach. And she's charging an insane amount of money <laughs> getting an insane amount of joy, helping execs figure out how to make work better. And it was that simple touch base every Monday saying, what does success actually look like? 
And the celebration is an important antidote in companies in particular, because OKRs are always stretch goals. I don't want to hear anything about committed and aspirational, that you're just making things complicated. An OKR is always a stretch goal. Now, it doesn't have to be shoot for the moon. I know that's what Google does. It could be a yoga stretch goal <laughs> is what I've been calling them, a gentle stretch, just what is a little more than what we thought we were capable of. But then it can be depressing, always trying to do something that you're not sure if you can do. So the Friday celebrations is an antidote to that exhaustion. It's a moment where we stop and say, look how far we've come. But you have to be careful. Like You can't just settle into patting your own back. You have to go back to Monday and go, okay, what ridiculously hard thing are we doing this week? Or what slight yoga stretch are we doing this week? Again, depending on your company, depending on who you are, to make this company even better and to make us even better. Okay. <laughs> thank you for that great advice. Christina Woodkey, thank you for joining us on Reignite. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And you can check out the writings blogs of Christina Woodkey at elegantHack.com.